before we get started with today's interview, I have to tell you about the biggest sale ever, and that is the Giza Dream Sheets. They are as low as $29.99. Ladies, you can't even get that in TJ Maxx, okay? Only at MyPillow. But listen, I got to tell you something because I have these and I swear, no matter how many times I have washed the Giza sheets, they feel like the very first time I put them on my bed. I love the Giza Dream Sheets and they are available starting as low as $29.99 at MyPillow.com. All you need to do to get that deal is use promo code ROSE, promo code ROSE, MyPillow.com. Giza Dream Sheets, they are a dream. They really, really are. Unencumbered by political correctness, undeterred in her mission to spread the truth, unafraid to be a true conservative, she's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is my fight song. This is Rose Unplugged. Welcome to this episode of Rose Unplugged. This is a special message for my listeners from Rose Unplugged. And it has to do with a sermon that I heard over the weekend. And it so disturbed me. I I almost want to say there was a lack of a sermon. And it concerns me because there was a time in this country's history where pastors were unafraid to speak the truth to their congregation. And I'm worried that they, there are some that are so frightened, so afraid, so cowardly that they don't realize how much is at stake, particularly for the, the church. So I heard a sermon where the pastor quoted King Solomon, who noted that government is run by sinners and therefore will always be corrupt. That was from Ecclesiastes 5.8. If you see the poor oppressed in a district and justice and rights denied, Do not be surprised at such things. That's what Ecclesiastes reads. King Solomon saw the corruption in leaders and in government. And he said we shouldn't be surprised by this. The idea is that government is corrupt. It's always been corrupt. The pastor said that if our issues today seem bad, they were worse in the past. And I say they are every bit as bad today and arguably worse. Think about it. Think about the radical agendas being taught in our schools today. Think about what is happening in society. You don't want that baby? Hey, we can get rid of it. You don't like your gender? We can change that. So no, our issues today do not match up to those of centuries prior. They are worse. So let's put the matter of issues aside for the moment. What Solomon said of government is true. Of course it is. Governments have been corrupt since the beginning of time. But here's where the pastor had an opportunity for a teachable moment. Because government is corrupt, limiting government is the point of this election and every election since February 4th, 1789, when George Washington was unanimously chosen as the first president of the United States. More government means more corruption. The pastor could have noted that we have two parties, 
One believes in less government and therefore less corruption, while the other argues for more government and therefore more corruption. Pretty easy, right? He could have said that without naming them. He could have taken a stand. Instead, he emphasized that his church doesn't endorse any party. Considering the issues facing America, from borders to radicalism in our schools, he presented a sermon about how we needed the moral courage to say the truth and bear the consequences, and then failed to do so himself. Ironically, the pastor also shared from a book he was reading that highlighted the characteristics of a good leader, and one of those characteristics was moral courage. Let's talk about moral courage. The country was founded on the idea that man was created by their God to be free. And the only way to establish and maintain that freedom was to reduce the size of government. In the founder's case, it was a king, an oppressive, imposing, freedom-restricting king. And by the way, pastor, the most oppressive aspect of living under tyrannical rule for them was the inability to worship freely. It was either the king's way or no way. And if you spoke out against the king, well, you would be appropriately punished. So yeah, Solomon was right. But those who came to this country to establish a life away from oppressive government, read corrupt, were people whose goal, whose mission was liberty. They left a culture in Europe that believed that creativity resided within one station in life. That was very restrictive. But the founders, they believed there was genius in every human being and and the very best way to explore and cultivate that genius was liberty. Tyrannical governments and dictatorships out of socialism have brought nothing to enhance the human condition. Only we who love freedom have raised the baseline of human existence beyond anything ever conceived before. This experiment of theirs has lasted 246 years. But it lasted that long only because of true leaders, courageous leaders, the ones that fit the criteria of the book about characteristics of a great leader, Pastor. It always has been about men and women who have taken a stand for freedom, encouraged freedom, gave their lives for freedom. And you weren't courageous enough to give a half-hour sermon on how important it is to preserve that freedom. Leading up to the final effort to separate from England those who believed in the cause of freedom, the separation from from what Solomon called corrupt government, were not just the colonists, but the pastors of that time, especially the pastors. They demonstrated moral courage. You know, that thing noted as a characteristic of a good leader. In those years leading up to independence, clergy, that's you pastors, argued that a separation from Britain from a corrupt king was approved by God. Abraham Cataltus, in a sermon, celebrated the American effort as the cause of truth against error and falsehood, the cause of pure and undefiled religion against bigotry, superstition, and human invention. In short, it is the cause of heaven against hell. 
of the kind parent of the universe against the prince of darkness and the destroyer of the human race. Wow, wouldn't it have been great to repeat that sermon in church on Sunday before election day? That is one heck of a case for freedom. And these men were morally courageous. These men who spoke from the pulpit were speaking to a congregation knowing that at that time, the percentage of people who were in favor of independence was small. But they were unafraid. They had moral courage. They weren't afraid to make the case for freedom. It can only be made by the most morally courageous among us, especially today, right? And so, yes, we need morally courageous men and women and pastors, not milquetoast leaders, but rather those who recognize that this race, this election is one of the most consequential elections of our lifetime. So, Pastor, I honestly don't care if you don't, as a rule, endorse candidates or political party. I'm totally cool with that. But you had an opportunity before thousands to make a difference, to be unafraid to, at the very least, talk about the issues that you said were not important because they are, and they are biblical. I would rather someone were completely cold on the subject than lukewarm. It wasn't a lukewarm effort that brought about a declaration of independence from corrupt governments. It wasn't a lukewarm effort to draft the most radical document of all time, our Constitution. Because this is the closest humans have come, closer than any other country, from decreasing the corruption of government by establishing those truths that were self-evident. Given that it has been long recognized that our U.S. Constitution is the greatest document ever conceived, did you ever wonder why no other country has adopted a constitution like ours? It's because no other government wants to give up that much power to the people. The only reason we have a constitution in the first place is that there was no bureaucracy here to oppose it. We are facing a time of struggle for that power. Will it be for the people and by the people, or will it be handed over entirely to the government? In his Gettysburg Address, Abraham Lincoln made what is believed to be one of the greatest statements on America's national purpose. And he did begin that statement by referring to the signing of the Declaration of Independence when he said four score and seven years ago. A nation conceived birthed in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. He then addressed the end of the Civil War and honored those who perished, defending those principles. He said that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. Recognize that we did establish something different. We figured it out. Yes, Solomon, a wise man, but so too were those who were also influenced greatly by God and who sought a solution to the human condition, a solution to the corrupt governments. Our government today is corrupt. I know it, you know it. We hang 
on to our republic by a thread. But we are ever striving to return, as Lincoln said, to the new birth of freedom and a government that takes a second place to the people. And we do that by election. Our liberty from corrupt government was secured 246 years ago. It was crafted for us by men who pledged their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to the cause. Many of the signers of the Declaration of Independence knew they would never fully enjoy the fruits of that liberty. They understood they were doing this for a generation of people they would never know. They were doing it for us. We owe them a life dedicated to preserving that liberty. And we preserve that liberty by not only voting this Tuesday, but voting for the candidates, the party that have demonstrated that same commitment to liberty. The founders were not lukewarm in their quest for a free country, nor should any of us be when we consider who it is we must vote for. And by the way, there are many pastors in this country who are unafraid to be honest with their congregations about what really is at stake in this election. And to them I say thank you. Thank you for your moral courage. This episode of Rose Unplugged was brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code ROSE. Those are two things you need to remember. And listen, Mike Lindell is a patriot, all right? And he has been canceled in so many places. That's why I make an appeal to you to be sure to spend your money on those things that you need. If you need a pillow, if you need a dog bed, if you need sheets, if you need towels, if you need slippers, those slippers are amazing. I love them. Whatever you need, first go to MyPillow.com because I'll bet they have it. And they'll have it at a good price because you use my promo code ROSE in that little block that asks for it. Promo code ROSE, MyPillow.com. Let's cancel the cancel culture by supporting Mike Lindell and MyPillow. You'll find what you need at MyPillow.com. Promo code ROSE.